Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. Heart problems. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I the Lord search the heart. I try the reins even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 9 and 10. We never know the wickedness of our own heart. We never truly understand the great evil that we hold inside. Here in Jeremiah 17, verse 9, we read of the deceitfulness of man's heart, and we quickly agree to the fact. But we most often do not understand it to be talking about our own heart, but about the heart of others. That is why we cannot trust anyone, some would say, or you just don't know who to trust. But the reality is, we cannot even trust ourselves about ourselves. Our heart deceives us all the time. Most times we do not see our own heart as evil. We are quick to justify the things we do, the attitudes we cherish, and the unkindness we meet out to others. Everybody else may be evil, but not me. But scripture shows us in various places that our heart is so deceptive, it sometimes makes us think we are right when we are so much in the wrong. Saul was breathing out murderous threats against God's church and wreaking havoc in the lives of the saints because he thought he was so right and they were so very wrong for trusting in Jesus as Lord and Savior. But who was right and who was wrong? The Laodicean Church of Revelation think themselves okay when they are a far cry from being such. Because thou sayest I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. Revelation 3 verse 17 King David, after being confronted about his sin with Bathsheba, and the murder of her husband, confessed, I have sinned against the Lord, 2 Samuel 12, verse 13. And he prayed, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me, Psalm 51, verse 10. He recognized and acknowledged that the root cause of his actions were a problem of the heart. Note that he was even ready to judge and condemn a man to death after hearing the parable told him by Nathan. Nathan said, There are two men in one city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing save one little ewe lamb which he had brought and nourished up. And it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom and was unto him as a daughter. And there came a traveler unto the rich man. And he speared to take of to take of his own flock and of his own herd to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him, but took the poor man's lamb and dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man, and he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that had done this thing shall surely die. Second Samuel chapter twelve, verse one through five. The penalty for stealing was not death, 
according to the law if a man steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters it or sells it he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the sheep exodus 22 verse 1 if the animal is if the stolen animal is found alive in his possession whether ox or donkey or sheep he must pay back double exodus 22 verse 4 david was david was guilty of his own folly and hiding it but we see him ready to pronounce a much harsher judgment that than was needed for a less terrible offense it was a matter of the heart the wickedness of his own heart was deceiving him and the same may be true for us today solomon david's son the wisest of the wise he too had a heart problem that led him into great follies that resulted in the prophesied dividing of the kingdom of israel first kings 11 9 to 13 even though the lord the god of israel had appeared to solomon twice and had commanded him not to worship foreign gods solomon did not obey the lord but turned away from him so the lord was angry with solomon and said to him because you have deliberately broken your covenant with me and disobeyed my commands i promise that i will take the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your officials however for the sake of your father david i will not do this in your lifetime but during the reign of your son and i will not take the whole kingdom away from him instead i will leave him one tribe for the sake of my servant david and for the sake of jerusalem the city i have made my own later on in his life solomon wrote above all else guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk from your lips, far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Proverbs chapter 4, 23 onwards. He learned. That what we cherish in our what we treasure in our heart influences how we speak, what we will, what we will focus upon, and where we will go. So he counsels his son who, who would reign after him, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. This counsel is for us today as well. Listen what Jesus says in Luke chapter 6, 45. To, four and to 46. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. So you see, my brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us indeed that our heart is not right. Our heart is corrupted by our inherited sinful nature. We cannot trust the heart of others and we cannot trust our own heart. The heart that is not surrendered to God and his word is a dangerous thing. We cannot trust ourselves about ourselves. Our heart will deceive us. But we can trust the word of God in its own context and with right applications. God's word reveals to us what is in our heart. 
and urge us unto change. That is why the psalmist says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Listen to what Hebrews 4.12 tells us. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Brothers and sisters, let us pray like David prayed. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalm 51 verse 10. And I am sure the Lord will honor this most important request, because it is something that he promises to do for his people. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. Ezekiel 36, verses 26 and 27. O oh Lord, give us please a new heart, so that we will have new thoughts, and we will speak right words and our actions will be pleasing to you give us new heart O god a heart like yours so that we can love like you we can live like you and we can touch lives the way you would want us to do forgive us lord we pray and cleanse us and purge us we give you thanks in jesus name amen god bless you my brothers and sisters